Friend, are you feeling overwhelmed, underpaid, and want to get your business on a path of growth and profitability? Our podcast mini-sos will give you bite-sized strategies to make your business feel lighter and more profitable. Flower Friend, my name is Jen, and I am so glad you're here. Hello, Flower Friend. This is Jen from the Floral Hustle Podcast. For this week's mini-sode, I want to talk about why and how you should work with flower farmers in your area. I personally feel like in the last, probably since 2018, I actually took a trip out to uh, flower stock right before the pandemic. Uh, it was a amazing experience. It's something that Holly Chapel puts on. Uh, and I actually, I have another episode kind of talking about how that really just like changed so much in my um, floral career and floral trajectory as a um, designer, as a human being. But what I really fell in love with is growing flowers and locally grown flowers. I right now have a urban flower farm and I took the Florette uh, workshop, which is a workshop that's every year that literally tells you from soup to nuts how to start growing flowers at scale or even if you want to do it smaller. Uh, I've also taken the teen flower hole gardening intensive that they have because I just just love learning. And that is um, two resources that I personally use. But uh, in Minnesota, we have a little bit of a special circumstances from a local flower farmer perspective. We actually have a flower growers co-op. It is called PCFE, Twin City Floral Exchange. And actually this week, it was announced that Mayesh um, purchased it, uh, which is interesting because we'll see how that evolves. But literally, it has been this resource of all these flower farmers that come together and sell at this one location. That person who coordinates, who owned the business, you know, sources all the flowers, you can special order. So we really have like an amazing situation here. But without that, I still buy from other uh, flower farmers directly. And how I found them is Instagram. And I know a lot of people don't think about like, oh, I want to search for flower farmers on Instagram. It's not something that I search out to do, but just like when I'm searching out for finding new wedding planners or finding wedding planners to reach out to or finding other businesses or even freelancers, I mentioned in the freelance, I pay attention to who is tagged by other florists. And when I see those tags, I screenshot, I, I hit the uh, tag, I go to that flower farmer page and I screenshot it and then save it for me to reach out to them to either get on their email email list if they have a weekly email list or to just reach out to them via DM to understand how they sell to florists. And if they aren't selling to florists, I just talk to them about like, this is, you know, something that um, I do with other flower farmers and you know, what do you grow? Maybe it'd be something that I could be interested in potentially um, purchasing direct and you could develop your business. There are two flower farmers that I buy direct from at scale here. And then another one that um, I bought from, I would say like three different times last year. And I'm mainly buying like dahlias. I bought some 
like green with red tinge um, hydrangeas from one. I buy a lot of amaranthus and celosia from from another. But literally, it has elevated my designs. It's fueled my creativity. It's fueled my soul because like there's just so much beautiful uh, product that just comes from our local flower farmers here, as well as like I just feel so much more inspired working with those rather than the same old roses that which I I love roses personally but there's nothing like a bald dahlia that makes my heart like just sing like it is so amazing to just feel especially when you grow flowers which I'm going to do an episode on that as well to feel like connected to feel more like you're a part of the process and to feel just so much more inspired because you're inspired by nature. You're inspired by beauty. But let's just say that you can't find on Facebook some local flower farmers. Something that I have also done is uh, you can go to Slow Flowers. That is a website that has a lot of um, different um, flower farmers. And the American Cut Flower Growers Association is another. So and then literally, you can also just go to Google and Google um, local flower farmers, Minnesota or flower farmers, you know, Bloomington, Minnesota, or whatever that combination is. You can do a quick search and it's just so easy for you to be able to find all of these flower farmers and utilize their, their inventory of amazingness. When I started designing with locally grown product, I felt like my Instagram feed, the vibe and the feel like literally just evolved like overnight. Uh, I just I felt I was showing up in a different way. I felt like I was uh, more natural and organic. I felt my feed just transformed into something that was more appealing to the modern romance garden style that is kind of flooding Pinterest right now and and lots of other florists, uh, that is the direction they go. So I just, I loved it. And I think you don't know unless you try. And so make it an initiative for this year because it's also something to talk about. People want sustainability. People want to support sustainability if possible. And they want to support the local economy. And if you are explaining to them that you try to source locally grown first, you're just, that's a little edge if the other florist isn't mentioning that. And that's on top of the edge for you as a person of process, of processing flowers, of getting them ready to be able to design with. There is so much less work. You're, you have bring buckets to your um, flower farmer friend. They are literally, you're removing a rubber band. And that is about it. You're not going through this crazy process of taking plastic off, of unwrapping cardboard, which there is a time and place. Sometimes you just need those items. But you're not going to fill your garbage cans with waste because that waste is just not there. And I also think that like time to farm to vase is cut just so much shorter that it is going to make a huge difference in the longevity of the flowers on how they're looking on wedding day because they're not 
another five to seven days older because of that transportation time. So here's a few reasons. I hope you found that interesting. If you ever have questions about like, how do I work with a flower farmer? You know, like in my area, I just don't understand. Please send me a DM. I'm happy to help. It's something I'm very passionate about. I'm very passionate about supporting our local flower economy because I feel that that is so important, especially when, you know, like there's just so much change in in jobs and people are really branching out uh, and wanting to start their own business. And I've really seen that starting their own business as a flower farmer in a big way here in Minnesota. So I, I sometimes even find flower farmers that, and I've been around them for years now that I'm like, I had no idea like this person was an hour south of here and had these amazing dahlias or had these amazing, you know, clematis or whatever it is. So truly it's worth your time. Reach out to a flower farmer and show them some love. Have a great day. Flower friend, is this you? Do you feel overwhelmed, tired, uninspired, and underpaid? If that's you, I want to help simplify everything for you. I want to be there to help you build goals, develop processes in your business for things to just feel lighter, all while building a path to profitability. I've been where you are, and I want to help you build the business of your dreams. For more information, check it out on our coaching page on our website at thefloralhustle.com or send me a DM on Instagram to learn more. Have a great day, flower friend.